So there's been an explosion along the uh, Rainbow Bridge, which is probably one of the most peaceful places you can ever cross a border. You, you, you leave from the Niagara Falls side, you basically come from one buffet line at one casino over at uh, Seneca uh, Resorts, and then you can, you can walk down the road and, and walk across this bridge. It's about, not that far, it's about a mile long. It's a, it's a quick way to get to Toronto if you know how to know how to do it. Coming from Buffalo, you take the 40 bus out of Buffalo, you go down to the, the Rainbow Bridge, you go on the other side and, and you take a uh, what less than $20 fare out of the Niagara Falls uh, uh, side of the, the bridge in Canada if you have the right passports and paperwork. Remember that you require that. But today there's been a uh, there's been a uh, uh, explosion that happened there. I have been on this bridge dozens of times myself with my family, uh, you know, bringing my kids over when they're going over to visit grandma in Canada, that type of thing, especially around this time, around Thanksgiving, which is usually when, they're, when they were, weren't in school. My, my kids went to Grover Cleveland uh, High School in, in, in the city of Buffalo. So, so we've been to Niagara Falls a lot, and we've crossed this bridge a lot by ourselves, you know, just just huffing it across you know it, it, it's a it's it's an interesting way uh, my, my other son uh michelangelo has has come there he's crossed he got his passport stamp you know his first real stamp on a passport he, he got it there at at uh at, at buffalo uh uh the boat not, not not buffalo i'm sorry the niagara falls entry point so so we do know and and while i was living up in the buffalo area i i did often call in the local radio stations to give my opinions on, on things that were happening, considering that I've been working, you know, the counterterrorism beat of stories and, and reporting on terrorism for probably more than more than 20 years, uh, you know, since going back to, uh, you know, the late 1990s. Uh, we, we, we covered this since In fact, some of the first international stories I ever covered had to do with, with things like this, sadly, uh, explosions. And now this bomb blast has been uh, re reported, or this explosion, rather, has been reported to have been a deliberate attempt at an act of attempted terrorism. Let's listen in. This is the way I discussed it with Tom Bowerly over at WBEN 930 News Radio in Buffalo just uh, earlier today on the 22nd of November, the day before Thanksgiving, as they look at this uh, incident that is being uh, handled now and investigated by the FBI, by the Mounties on, on the Canadian side, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. The incident occurred uh, at the U.S. side of the border, which means the Canadians would not necessarily be there in any other capacity other than as observers. But the mere fact that you see multiple federal agencies involved tells you the gravity of the situation. Here's how it went. Uh, but we don't know exactly what is going on. Uh, the governor is flying to Western New York, as uh, one of my sources put it. Do you really think the governor is coming into uh, New York State or coming into upstate New York, Western New York, to uh, give a news update on an on a EV battery uh, explosion? And that theory seems to have been uh, dismissed uh, by the facts that uh, have been gathered since, or what we believe to be facts that have been gathered since. A 803 star 930 and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to uh, Queens, and uh, Mike is on the air. Mike, you are on. Hello. Hey, Tom. Uh, yeah, I used to be a reporter, and I covered a lot of this stuff uh, during the war on terror. 
especially with uh, vehicle-borne IEDs, uh, whether in the Middle East or in Asia, where I was based primarily in the Philippines. We used to get this about every week. There would be some kind of blast or explosion. The first thing that's going to happen here, and remember, the people there are trained by our people here. They're trained by the FBI. They're trained by CBP. The first thing that's going to happen is Border Patrol has kits. In these kits are what are known as contact papers. These contact papers are immediately placed on whatever uh, items they find, and these will immediately show a positive if there is an explosive residue at the scene. Also, if you remember, uh, anyone who's, who's either walked across or driven across uh, the uh, Rainbow Bridge knows that uh, there is uh, an area there where they do have dogs. And, and these dogs are trained to sniff not just, uh, you know, uh, drugs, but, but bombs as well. So, so they would know immediately if there was some kind of explosive residue. Looking at the photo that, that is online and has been seen, if this is an accurate photo, you can see the, uh, you know, the, the, the parts of the car uh, are completely uh, gone. The, the vehicle itself is, is uh, gone. But the roof of the building appears to be relatively intact the, the, the structure the frames as they you know you drive through that checkpoint or, or the uh, the border check uh, area the, the gate so what it tells you is this may not have been a a, a, a specific explosion designed at that point it may have been something have gone wrong and the device they made went off early or it could have been an accidental blast it could be someone with two tanks of gas in their car but again, as you wisely pointed out just a moment ago, the governor would not be making a flight, you know, out of New York City just before uh, Thanksgiving to, uh, you know, make a statement uh, in, in upstate New York uh, about what was going on, uh, unless there was something that indeed was, was uh, definitely serious. And if indeed, as the media reports are saying here in New York City, that there are multiple deaths and multiple injuries, uh, then there is uh, something that has happened here. You are exactly correct to call it a blast until such a time that if there is an official statement. I have been looking online through all my sources and all the years I've been working with media, uh, none has yet come out. And that indicates something. The first thing that you need to look for is... Yeah, by, by the way, let me, just inter let me just interrupt you. Multiple sources now are confirming this was a terrorist attack. Yes, and that's why you see the FBI on the scene. That, that's where I was going. Because within CBP, under Homeland Security, they have something called the uh, uh, Homeland Security Investigations, HSI. And that takes care of any incident within their purview. These guys are very territorial. They would not have called in the FBI unless this was a major stage event. So that tells you right there. The minute you see a third or fourth agency coming into an area where one agency has purview, there's a lot of turfs, there's a lot of issues that take place. Of course, they cooperate, you know, when something has happened. But that tells you the extent of the situation. And the fact that also probably the bounties are also involved, the RCMP, that tells you even more. Uh, yes, it does. And, of course, uh, Canada has its own, obviously, its own military and its own uh, anti-terrorism people. Uh, obviously, we saw their good work in uh, Afghanistan and elsewhere around the world. But uh, the latest and best information I can give you, and this now comes to me from multiple sources, uh, including Fox News and independent sources outside of Fox News, that at the Rainbow Bridge today, there was a terrorist attack, and that is why there was a bomb blast 
podcast. And, you know, you, you brought up uh, in your phone call something uh, very interesting, uh, and that is, were there other vehicles that got through before the car that blew up? And was the car supposed to blow up at this time, or did somebody wire something wrong and it blew up prematurely? Which obviously has happened with uh, improvised explosive devices before. Uh, some people, uh, and this is going to come out the wrong way, but obviously, like any other uh, skill set, some people are better than others. Yes, and, and this is something that happens a lot also. Uh, they, they can also design it in such a way. Uh, many of our border points, uh, whether they're at airports or at seaports or, or like this, a border crossing, have devices that are designed to block cell phones from being triggered. So, so they have ways of, of making sure that a device, even if they wanted to set it off at that point, might not go off exactly at that point. These are just techniques that, that, that I have seen, whether the green zone in Iraq or, or you know, overseas in other places. Uh, these are areas that they do things. This is how they, they uh, you know, protect facilities. And unfortunately, uh, we, we do understand that at least one CBP officer, I'm looking at a, a feed out of CBP now, uh, that says one CBP officer was injured and a civilian. They have not confirmed the fatalities yet in, in their feed that I've seen out of uh, X lately. Tom. Uh, okay, let me just uh, run run down that uh, again. Um, you're, you're talking about uh, CBT. Um, I'm just CBT, I'm trying to find CBT. Customs and Border Protection. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm trying to notification uh, I'm just, that came out here just a, just yeah. a few moments ago. Yeah, I'm just trying to get uh, confirmation, trying to get confirmation of that. We do know that a 27-year-old male was taken to Niagara Falls Memorial Medical Center without serious or life-threatening injuries. And you're saying that uh, your uh, this this uh, briefing from CBT says that there are more than that? No, no, no. They're, they're just saying that there was a, a uh, CBT officer who was injured and uh, a civilian. They did not specify anything more than that. Um, it is uh, something that came up in, in my uh, in my Twitter feed. You can probably search it down. I don't know which CPT branch is this that came out with it. I just have all CPTs on my search engine right now going uh, going on. So so they did say something about this. Uh, you will probably see that in a little while with with more details as it does come out. And and as you can tell from the photos, as you can tell from from what's been coming out, they're being very very careful with uh, with pronouncements. The next thing that, once it has been confirmed, of course, and, and as you said, multiple sources saying it is a, a attempted terror attack or a terror attack, then the next thing would be a statement from a group or an individual or something as to what was the purpose of, uh, of, of their uh, actions. And uh, that is uh, something that, that authorities would normally look for further down the line. Well, one of the things that uh, is of concern to me is if uh, this is going to be a situation like 9-11 where we have multiple actors at various places and obviously we're going to keep our eyes on anything happening uh, throughout the world today, throughout the United States today, which uh, echoes in any way, shape or form the events we saw on the Rainbow Bridge today. Uh, but again, uh, Mike, you can feel free to call us back uh, later on today, depending on the uh, information that you're able to glean from uh, your sources. Uh, and uh, I'm going to stay on top of mine as well. So basically, that's uh, Tom Bowerly. Uh, Tom's uh, very gracious to let me uh, you know, have a, a few minutes on air there talking again about uh, topics that, that I've been aware of while they're waiting for more official pronouncements and statements to come out from authorities there in Niagara Falls. As we know, the Niagara Falls police is not 
purview to the scene and I'm looking at multiple images that you can you can find online and uh, these images are, are readily available on, on multiple platforms now and uh, they've been they've been coming out most most of the uh, the area around uh, the uh, the uh, So as we uh, look at the situation there in uh, Niagara Falls at the uh, Rainbow Bridge and, and around the surrounding areas, there is a lot of investigation uh, teams that are deployed looking at the situation, taking a very close look. Two people are reported to have uh, 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 passed away or have been killed in this blast. Uh, there are at least uh, two that have also been reported injured. There's a 27-year-old individual who is who is uh, reportedly among the injured. A uh, Customs and Border Patrol uh, personnel was reported also among the injured, based on sources that, that we've seen coming out of uh, you know the uh, the various uh, groups that are out there. And uh, the FBI has been called into the scene. I don't know exactly what's going on right now at this point uh, with the uh, with the uh, situation at the bridge, but uh, you know uh, the the uh, area is under investigation. As I'd like to uh, say, the uh, the FBI down there is uh, headed uh, you know by very capable people in Buffalo. These are not the agents who usually get involved in the in the political scene that happens in say Washington D.C. or here in New York City. These just these agents just work and, and get the job done, and, and that is a very different situation, of course, with the uh, with the feds up in Buffalo, and uh, many many of those agencies that are up there. Uh, these are hardworking Americans. They do that what they can to protect the people of the United States and the people who are visiting the United States as well. We will get back to you with more information as it becomes clear and as it happens. Of course, we will have the uh, press conference that, that comes out as soon as that becomes available. This is the Mike of New York podcast. I am Mike K. Cohen. I used to live in the Buffalo, Niagara area and used to walk across this bridge, as I said, with my kids. If indeed this was a terror attack, this is a horrible place to do it. I am sure a lot of families on both the Canadian and the American sides right now are very upset because this is going to obviously affect travel plans as this investigation goes through. Expect extreme delays on that border crossing. It is currently closed. The Rainbow, the Peace Bridge, and uh, other areas are probably on heightened alert at this time, as are most of the bridges and tunnels throughout New York State. You are probably going to see delays in the subway system and and uh, train system throughout the state of New York, as well as airports, which are now probably going on extreme alerts after this event has occurred. Again, this is Mike Cohen. I am on the Mike of New York podcast. I am coming out of Queens in New York City. Everybody be safe out there. God bless you. God bless us. And God bless these United States of America. It still is Thanksgiving. Thank God so far. At least this terror incident at the bridge has not resulted in a larger situation of casualties. Let's all be careful out there. And if you see something, definitely say something.